0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary, void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for
0: details.
2: Future of working families, Teamsters, 1932.org.
0: The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guy's Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host,
1: Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And once again, this week is no exception. Today, we're going to talk about a a well-known concept called angels. And I say concept because not everybody believes in angels. I do. My very special guest today, return guest Lorna Byrne, is actually an expert on angels She's devoted her life to remind humanity of the spiritual potential within us. She's the author of seven best-selling books about angels, including Angels in My Hair, A Message of Hope from the Angels, Angels at My Fingertips. The books have been published in more than 50 countries, 30 languages. Lorna is a spiritual visionary, international best-selling author, and she's also a philanthropist and a wonderful person. Her teachings are and the result of her a remarkable gift which is a divine connection providing her with incredible detailed knowledge of the spiritual side of life and unlike other spiritual teachers she has shared the platform with this gift that lorna has is not from meditation visualization psychedelic experiences or even books or study lorna is actually not that edu- educated as she as she will admit and says often and she has dyslexic she's dyslexic so It's a real uh, incredible triumph that she's made in her life with her physical sight of the unseen world of angels, spirits, and other spiritual beings that she says are guiding and teaching us every second of the way. So I think it's going to be a terrific conversation. Lauren has been on a show twice before and each time I said I to myself afterwards I have so many more questions to ask because you know angels is something there's something that everybody can relate to and everybody's thought about and I don't know how deep your belief is or not but you're certainly aware of angels and you might be curious to learn more about the angels from somebody who sees them as actual physical beings sees them all day long since she was in the crib absolutely amazing story and lauren is a wonderful person she has a place called sanctuary in uh in ireland that we're going to talk about that where people come and learn and and do some spiritual work with her and and for with great success coming out of that so i'm very excited about the show I'm very excited about sharing more information about a topic that I think everybody's curious about, and particularly today in this chaotic world we live in. We're looking for something good. We're looking for some hope. We're looking for something that can help guide us to do the right thing, and we can lean on and know that there is more to this beyond what we see in front of us. And I think if you you know, hear us out here today on Guys Guys Radio, I think you'll learn a lot about angels. I know I'm going to learn a lot more And then you can decide, hey, I want to work with my angel, or I don't believe. That's up to you. Whatever you want to do is cool. But the information is going to be put out there for you. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you take it to heart. And then I hope you do with it as you see fit. But guys, guys, radio, that's what we do here. The show isn't for any specific men, women, whatever. It's for everybody. Everybody. And I bring you the information and the guests, I think, can bring something to the table, new information for you to consider and determine, does this fit in with the way I want to live my life? For me, I've, I, I know I have a guardian angel. I know I've communicated with angels. I know angels have, have helped me out. You could say some things are coincidence, other things, they're not. I mean, the other day, I, I actually left my son's baseball practice. I drove 20 minutes home it's dark out we had a nighttime practice and I didn't have my phone and I'm like wow so we decided let's drive back we'll bring a flashlight to the where the field is and I was asking my guardian angel like help me find my phone please I really need it my phone is with my driver's license my credit card I need and and the phone's not even paid off yet I need that phone sure enough 20 minutes later we got to the field and one of the team mother, if you will, shows up. She's out there looking around the field also. I said, what are you doing out here? She said, oh, I, I went to pick up uh, my uh, my son's hoodie left behind. I said, what? She goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking for my phone. She goes, what's the number? So she dialed my number. And after about two minutes of walking around a little bit, we found my phone. It was in the street. It must have fallen out of my pocket when I was getting into my car. But it was right where the cars would drive. No car had driven over it there was no chips or scrapes or anything with it. I picked it up. I said, thank you. And I told my friend who, who made the call, I said, you know what, you're an angel. And uh, sometimes that's how it works. So Guys, Guys Radio, our very special guest, Lorna Byrne. Let's get into that discussion. It's Guys, guy Radio okay guys guys radio it's the interview portion of our show and welcoming our youtube and rumble viewers and my special guest is uh somebody who's been on our show a number of times and his beloved and does great work because we're going to talk about angels today and my special guest is lorna byrne the irish mystic international number one best-selling author her last two books have gone straight to number one on the uk sunday chimes chart sunday times chart More than a million readers around the world, some of her books, Angels in My Hair, I think I have that right here, Um, Stairways to Heaven, A Message of Hope from the Angels, and Love from Heaven, all been translated into over 30 languages. Lorna has seen angels since she was a child, and very unusually, she actually sees the angels physically with as much clarity as we see each other and uh, she sees them every day. And initially she did not talk about this until she was around uh, seven years old, she started seeing them and she had no idea why that she could see angels and many others cannot. And it's just adds to the fact that she's an extraordinary extraordinary person on a wonderful mission. So I'm thrilled to honor and have Lorna Byrne back on Guys Guys Radio. Hello Lorna, thank you for coming back to the show.
3: Hi Robert, Um, I'm delighted to be on your show so to be chatting with you again
1: great so today what i want to do is to to help our listeners and viewers out there is really get into some of the logistics if you will about angels because i think a lot of people want to communicate with their angels sometimes they're not sure who to call what to call them how to call them and for what uh specific issues they need to call specific angels or you know the universal consciousness or god so let's start out by just a quick definition what are what are angels and what are they not?
3: Um I, I love the questions. Um angels are creatures that were created by God long, long ago, before anything else was created. And the one thing I love is that whenever it was that God fell in love with us human beings, whether we were a little blob or just the beginning, um I don't know, but he fell in love with us. And The one incredible thing is that he gave us a soul, that spark of light of God himself. But the other thing is, he gave us a guardian angel. You know, you don't even have to call your guardian angel by a name. You can just say, come on, I need a helping hand today. I need courage and strength. And your guardian angel will have another angel in in and around you. If you need another angel, or sometimes even the soul of a loved one, But the one thing about your guardian angel is that it's the gatekeeper of your soul, but it can never leave you for one second. It's always with you. So you're never, never alone. Other angels come and go all of the time. They don't stay with you constantly. They're just called in for a moment or to help you maybe in some particular task you want. And I know you were saying there about naming them. I would just say, you know, don't get a whole load of hang-ups in that way that you have to know a particular angel's name or or who you call on. You call first on God if you like, you know, your guardian angel, because God and your guardian angel are in contact even before you even ask or the thought crosses your mind, and your guardian angel will have in if it's needed any angel that is specified in what you're asking. Like, I love the unemployed angels. Mm-hmm. You know, I see them every day. You know, if I'm outside or or even when I'm working in um, in the sanctuary, anywhere I am, um, I see the unemployed angels. And they're, they're always, in a sense, they're this beautiful light. And they're, how would I say, always hanging around, hoping that you'll say, I could do it a helping hand and I do say to people it's an easy name if you wanted a name it's just that when I was a child that's what I call them the unemployed angels because they were always and still are lucky you know to give us a helping hand in what I call the trivial things every day
1: oh, Lorna that. are there um, a specific amount of angels or are there new angels being created all the time? You mentioned these unemployed angels. It sounds like there's more angels yeah. than, uh, than they don't have enough to do.
3: Yeah, I, I love I love that question. Um, even today, I still see those angels. I'd say it's like as if they're being emptied out of buckets and they come tumbling down to earth. And it's still happening today. So they are endless. And that's why I would say to you, you know, you can ask for as many unemployed angels to give you a helping hand today. But the other thing that people are doing around the world, they're asking for unemployed angels to go to different parts of the world to help people, to give them the courage and strength they need. And I always say, you know, you can send an unemployed angel, um The person doesn't even have to believe in angels, doesn't even have to believe in God. You know, love and kindness and compassion in your heart, you know, sends the unemployed angels to help someone else. And again, it doesn't matter, you know, what religion they are. Or even sometimes if someone might say, oh, well, that's a real bad person. I'm not going to ask for an unemployed angel to help them. But an unemployed angel or any angel, or just like your guardian angel, you know, won't tell you to do something wrong. It's the angels that give us the guilty feeling. You know, when when we know we shouldn't have said something or, or we'd love to, you know, strike back but we're getting that guilty feeling not to. That's your guardian angel, and that can be an unemployed angel. It can be any angel as well, trying to help you not to not to be mean or selfish or not to hurt anyone. But I think today the world has become very, what would you say, we have pushed that guilty feeling down, you know, um, and we're very good at that. But yet I I love the angels. They don't give up on us. And, you know, your guardian angel, loves you unconditionally it doesn't matter who you are or what you do it never gives up on you and it still loves you like to me that is an incredible thing you know god loves you again no matter what you do and i do love the teacher angels you know um and i usually see teacher angels around students which is sometimes would make me smile and laugh and I'd have to walk by with my head down, you know, because I might see an unemployed angel, you know, putting, um, and I know the human being can't see it, but putting a book in front of them. But I know that unemployed, that teacher angel is helping them to visualise the book that they're meant to go into, that they're meant to study or that page. But sometimes I've just seen, you know, the un- not the unemployed, but the teacher angels, you know, always with, one way I recognize them so much is they always have a pen and paper or a board, you know, a paper on it, um, or they're carrying a book of some kind. And just watching them encouraging people is always really interesting. You know, um, sometimes somebody will drop a pen you know when they shouldn't have had or or a pen will roll off or or a piece of paper you know if they're outside a piece of paper will blow away and they have to get up and go after it and it could be on that piece of paper is something that they're meant to look at you know and get a little bit more knowledge on so the angels help us to do everything and you don't you don't need to say what name you know what angel should i call on Just ask your guardian angel to have an angel there to give you a helping hand, no matter what you're doing. Even if you're a plumber, or you're an electrician, or you're a teacher, or you're a mom, or a dad, you know. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: They're not so hung up on names as we are. Mm-hmm. And I love that. <laughs> of course. You know, we're we're hung up on names of what should we call... Right. Um, and maybe that's why I'm so bad with names, you know, <laughs> in that sense, you know. Um, so again, you know, I would say to anybody, you know, give yourself a chance, you know, say to yourself, what if I have a guardian angel? And what if I have a soul? And what if that part of me is spiritual and I have never recognized it before? You know, the thought has been put into your mind. I would say give yourself a chance and always put those what if because everything is possible. Nothing is impossible in that that. that way.
1: I love it. I love it. My special guest on Guys Guys Radio return guest, Lorna Byrne, best-selling author and kind of angel, I don't want to say expert or whisperer or whatever, but just somebody who's really connected to angels in a way that some of us aren't, we don't see them in the same way. Where where do the angels uh exist? Where we talk about a lot of times nowadays, Lorna, people say, Oh, we're in the third dimension, we're kind of now moving to the fourth dimension, the, the world's gonna reshift into the fifth dimension. Where 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 do the angels exist?
3: I I love the question. Um and I would say to you, they exist. How would I how can I explain this? I know, I know lots of people say the first, second, third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, but I don't see the angels in that way. It's like, again, what I would have said before, they were created first, you know, and creation is still happening, you know, every, every day of our lives, even ourselves. Evolution is happening with us in that way. Um, I couldn't say in that way. It's it's like God created them and they didn't need to, how would I say, develop, you know, or have evolution for themselves. It's like they're, how would I say, they're ahead of that. You know, there's so much I would love to tell you because I'm working with a scientist at the moment and I know the book is going to be out. Please God, Again, the end of the year or the beginning of next year. And part of it is so interesting, you know, and it gives you a bit more understanding about what's happening in the universe and what's happening within ourselves, because we ourselves are part of the universe, you know, and the angels are part of it. But it's like they're part of it, but on the outside. No one has asked me that question before. But there are, you know, say this hand is the universe, and they're here. Okay. And and they can come and go.
1: So and they're not. So they're not limited to a specific dimension.
3: No. Okay. No, they're they're not Multi, in multi-dimensional that, that way. Okay. Okay. In, in what people in what people say, but yes, your guardian angel can't leave you for one second. You know, that's the one angel that is with you constantly and has come, you know, had met your soul when your soul was created by the creator. We can say that instead of saying God or Jesus or or Allah, you know, it depends on where you're coming from. But the soul was created and the soul, the sea of souls, as I called it, you know, that's where you, your soul, met your guardian angel. And let's say how can I say it the way I was shown it is, you know, a guardian angel was walking through a sea of souls, millions of souls, and those millions of souls were moving. And yet, as let's say it was your guardian angel was finding you, it was all the souls would part to allow that guardian angel through to get to get to your your soul. And then at another stage, you would have shared everything. And then at another stage, I see your cat. (laughs) Looks lovely. (laughs) And at at another stage, um, you would have stood before God in in the sense of that symbol, um, before God with your guardian angel. And you would have known everything of your parents of who you chose to be born, that family Um, and you would have known the good and the bad, everything about it. And then at the moment of conception, your guardian angel and your soul travelled at that very moment and joined together at that very moment, you know. So from that moment on, when your guardian angel met your soul in the Sea of Souls, it could not leave your side for one moment. So I always say to people, because one of the first questions I was asked was Lorna, do you mean even in the bathroom? And I would say yes. But you have to remember angels don't look on us in the way we look on ourselves. They only see beauty and kindness and love, even though we hide that a lot of the time. Because We believe in one sense we're meant to be hard, but we don't have to be hard. We have the choice. And of course, the choice is the free will. And your guardian angel helps to guide you. So you can ask your guardian angel for help in any way. It doesn't matter. Even if you have difficulty, say, lifting up a glass of water, you can ask your guardian angel to help you to lift up that glass of water. You know, can,
1: will and, will they intervene, Lorna? Do they intervene in yeah, our lives they, if we ask they, them for help?
3: Yes, they intervene in, in the way that they give you the choice. And in in a sense, the other way they intervene is to have you to have the strength to lift it, to mm-hmm. keep encouraging you to lift it for you to get stronger and stronger all, all of the time. So I, I think a lot of people don't quite understand that. And sometimes, you know, we might ask for a sign. And I know I had said to you before, many times we ask for a sign, but we might be asking, you know, for a mansion, or we might be asking for a boat, or we might be asking, you know, to win the lotto or something like that. I would say they're too big because they can't go and say your ticket is to win because millions of people are wanting the same thing. And again, when you buy a ticket for something, that's to help someone that you don't know. That's to do good. At least I always hope that's what it is, is to do good. But when you ask for a sign, it's its like it could be anything. You could be asking for, you know, a glass of water. It's like the, the young man who told me the story or the elderly man who told me the story about, you know, the the young boy going around door to door because he was hungry and he asking for a glass of milk, you know, just a glass of milk. And a lot of the doors he knocked on, nobody would answer. And some doors did open, but they closed them again on his face. But then he knocked on a particular door and the door opened And it wasn't closed on his face. And the woman heard him say a glass of milk and walked back into her house and brought out a glass of milk. And that was her listening to her guardian angel, listening to God to be kind. And again, that was his guardian angel giving him the courage not to give up, to keep knocking, because his guardian angel already knew That the chance of this woman that gave him the glass of milk would give it. That she wouldn't close the door on his face or that she wouldn't answer. There was a big chance because her guardian angel, just like all the other houses he knocked on, God was already asking them to be kind. But the lovely part of that story, another lovely part was she gave him the glass of milk. And he drank it and said, thank you, and handed back the glass. And the most lovely part is, because this is a completely true story in every fact, um, years later, like I don't know many years, this young man had, this child had grown up to be a young man. And somehow miracles happened in his life that he got educated and he became a doctor. Not just an ordinary doctor, he became a surgeon. You know, just just think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then one day in the hospital, he operated on a woman, and he recognised that woman, and she had said to him, "You know, oh, the bill is going to be so big for this surgery and everything." And then another day, he walked in and handed the bill, and he walked out, and on the end of the bill was a glass of milk. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> she, she saved his life. You know, we have so many lives to save for very good, positive re- reasons. You know, he became a surgeon. You know, and in the future, he, as a surgeon, not just a little boy, was to save her life. That's fantastic. And to give her that message of kindness and love. Okay. A glass of milk mm-hmm. he wrote at the end of the bill. That was the charge. Uh, That's all she uh, had to pay, and she it. did pay. <laughs> you know, a glass of milk. Fantastic. Um, just a, a beautiful story, and I I know those stories happen all the time in our lives, and and I'd say for any man or woman, no matter what your what age you are, just start to think and see: Is there any time in your life that something quite incredible happened, or you were saying? Why was that person so kind to me? Why did I get that? Mm-hmm. You know why did that person sit down beside me in a restaurant and start to talk to me about something? Everything in a sense is connected, and maybe not just for yourself but for others. Okay. It's like the old man who told me that story because he knew the surgeon, the surgeon told him um." He passed that story on to me and it has gone out into the world. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's to show kindness and love in our world and that connection spiritually to God and the angels and that we all have, you know, that, that choice and that we are all, you know, spiritual beings as well. We're not just flesh and blood, you know, and just like, the kindness was shown to the boy who asked for a glass of milk. And then it was given back to her Mm -hmm. when she needed it. When it was really needed in that in that way.
1: Okay. now you see you've seen angels since you were a child. Was there a time where um, the your mission, if you will, kind of uh, cemented itself with you, where you realize, like, I'm not just seeing them randomly that this is part of what my mission is?
3: Um, I love that question as well, because um, for me, it's not a mission. Okay. Um, I I don't seem to think like everyone else in that sense. I would never say it was a mission, even today, or, you know, the way people would say your destiny or dream. To me, it's all God's plan. And when I eventually said yes, it started to unfold more like as a child, lying in the cot and reaching up to touch the angels to try and play with them, which I could never do at that time. But it was when, and I think I told you before, it was when I was about maybe two and a half. I was walking and I wasn't talking. So that's why I was considered by my parents and the doctor as retarded, because I wasn't talking, but I was dyslexic. But I was playing in front of the fire with my brother and he had said to me, you know, he was older than me, a few years older, and he had said to me that I couldn't sit near the fire, but the fire wouldn't burn him. And we played with these little wooden blocks my dad had made for us and it was like as if his hand went into mine or mine went into his and it just, how would I say, sparks were everywhere like stars and I felt so much love and I even giggled it was something I'd never experienced before like how could this be happening and I was only about two and a half and it was at that moment that the angels told me I must keep it a secret that they were angels and they did tell me my brother had died before I was born, and he was a soul. I don't think I put that into angels in my hair, that that part, um, which is another reason why I would have said in the book that at times my brother would be an infant in my mom's arms.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky?
3: You know, because that's the way I was seeing it at okay. two and a half years years of age
1: amazing so the, for, for 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 people out there wondering, do angels ever incarnate, take a human form, if you will, even for a short period of time where they show up to help somebody, and they're even though they're not human, they take on a human persona or form,
3: yes, um definitely, and you would hear loads of stories across the world where. You know, rescue workers would be helping people and sometimes when they get first on the scene, the person will say to them, but where is the man that was with me or the woman that was with me, you know, comforting me, fixing fixing me up, having me feel okay. And the rescue workers would say, we're first on the scene, there was nobody here. That was an angel. But I do love where at times... People would see an angel, but they would give such a human appearance um, to help them with something that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is incredible. But I have to say to everybody, try and remember, just in case an angel is helping you and for some reason has to give a human form, um, they're perfect. There would be no crease in their clothing or, you know, they're actually mm-hmm. perfect. And that's where the one story, it has happened a few times with myself, with Archangel Michael and sometimes another angel, where I was in Maynooth College, you know, walking on the grounds, walking up the centre where the trees are um, with Archangel Michael. And he would always, I love this part because he would always dress in the way everybody else in that area is dressing. So he dressed like a priest you know, at that time, a long black coat. Um, And, you know, the two of us were walking up and we were talking. And two priests then came down on the far side, you know, and talking to each other. But when they reached where Archangel Michael was and myself, it was like as if I was the one that was invisible.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. They didn't seem to see me, but they turned and said, to Archangel Michael, good morning, Father. It's <laughs> fantastic. You know, mm. like, you know, and, and on occasion, sometimes somebody will say, I saw you with somebody in such and such a place, and I would know they saw an angel.
1: Let me ask you this Lorna. So um, I've heard that the archangels, or clarify it for me, can be like an, like an archangel Michael, can be walking with you, but helping somebody across the globe at the same time.
3: Yes, and that part I don't understand myself. I think that is incredible. Archangel Michael, you could feel that Archangel Michael is helping you all day, but she's out there in the world helping another million people as well. Um and to me that that is incredible. So nobody owns a gar- an archangel. You know, cuz sometimes mm. somebody would say to me, you know, Archangel Michael is their guardian angel, but Archangel Michael is not their guardian angel. It's just that maybe they call on him so many times, and they're starting to feel that powerful presence as well. And I think that is lovely as well.
1: Is there a? Uh, can you call in? And I also want to get into get into how people can best communicate with angels where you don't you don't really pray to angels but you can ask for their help so for instance with archangel michael i've read that you can ask him for a blue kind of bubble of protection around you all the time and i've done that but i've also heard with spirit you can ask for a white light white bubble of protection around you and sometimes i do if it's really cold out i'm with my son or something we're outside playing ball bubble of warmth around us or bubble of protection when we're in the car in the busy traffic how does a uh, and and the, the third part of that and forgive me, but I, I want to make sure I get there is how do we differentiate kind of working and communicating with spirit versus working and communicating with our angels? Because I think some people fall into the they 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 start praying to their angels and it's not really what they should be doing. Correct?
3: Yeah, you don't you don't pray to the angels. You ask them to to help you in whatever way it is. But if you're praying to God, you know. Your guardian angel and other angels are praying with you to enhance your prayer as well. Like um so I never pray to the angels. I just ask them just like archangel Michael, you know, give the world a helping hand. And I know in a sense that's a prayer as well. Sure. You know, and and God is already granting that prayer to help to help the world in that in that way. So when we ask for protection, even when we ask our guardian angel, or archangel Michael, or any angel to put a light around us, that is spirit. That is God putting that light around you. You know, the angels are just there, in a sense, helping or or what would you say, enhancing that bubble. Mm-hmm. And you can ask whatever color you like. It the color doesn't make any difference. Okay. In that in that way, it's just like. You know, sometimes I hear stories from people, you know, and they would say they saw an angel just as they were having an accident. And they believe that angel stopped the accident from becoming explosive, you know, or stopped the accident from carrying from huge injury in that that way. Or sometimes I have met on the odd occasion, somebody has said to me, you know, I saw an angel, but I dare not tell anyone because I'm afraid they locked me up. You know, it might be an old man or an old woman, you know, in their 90s. And they're sharing this story with me and they're telling me their car was, you know, going over the cliff. They weren't driving. They were in the back seat or the passenger seat. And they saw this angel and the car didn't go over and they usually describe the angel as a white light, but giving a human appearance within it. And sometimes they would say they could see, you know, the light from the hands pushing the car in that in that way. And that's exactly the way it happens. You know, and sometimes sometimes people will say, you know, they saw the wings of the angel. Mm-hmm. And i i think if you see the wings of an angel you're very privileged because the angels don't show the wings you know every second of the day to me it's quite rare
1: for people uh, let's get go talk about spirit it, it, for a moment if if we can um people um pray to spirit and a lot of times they ask for forgiveness and my understanding i just interviewed for like the fifth time neil donald walsh and he wrote the conversations with god And in his books, he says, the spirit is not looking for being asked for forgiveness. You're already forgiven. So you don't It's really, you want to forgive each other, maybe, but not, you don't ask spirit for forgiveness because God is not saying right. There's no right or wrong in God's eyes. God is kind of witnessing and experiencing itself through us.
3: Yes, God, God loves us unconditionally. So even when you do wrong, and it's the same with your guardian angel, um, they still love you. They don't condemn you or run you down. They never give up on you. So God's spirit doesn't give up on you. You're God's child, you know, that spark of light of your soul. And, you know, one thing I would say to every everyone, your soul is that spark of light of God. It's so tiny, but yet so enor- enormous. But it is spirit. It's God. You know, and if people understand it in, in those words better, then that is better for, for the person. But you can't you can't put a sin on God.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So it's it's the human self that does the wrong things. And God just loves us. And to me that is incredible, no matter what you do. Like, and that's why I just say, you know we should pray for everyone or ask for help for everyone in whatever way it's needed we shouldn't judge in any in any way or be annoyed about the differences or the different beliefs of others
0: mm-hmm.
3: we should just love them anyway because the spirit god loves you and that's that's what your soul is as well it's just another word we use so many words so you no know, we have to forgive each other, but the other part is we have to forgive ourselves as well for every time we hurt someone or we do something wrong in some way. And that could be that you do something that damages nature. You've got to forgive yourself for that and do your se- do your best to repair it if you can. And it's the same when you... Forgive yourself over something that you've been the cause of, or part of the cause of, for someone else's life. And what you do is try and make it right if you can, but you may not be able to, but you need to forgive yourself so you can love others more. And so that, in a sense, forgiving yourself becomes less yes. because you do more good with your words and your kindness and your gentleness than than you would have before
1: mm-hmm. um we talked about the guardian angel being with us from the moment we're created to death if you will does does that mean that um through multiple incarnations do we have the same if there are are there multiple incarnations and do we have the same uh, arc uh, same uh, guardian angel excuse me throughout time
3: I I would say to you, you have the same guardian angel throughout time. And I know everyone is so, you know, wanting to believe that they can come back again, you know, mm-hmm. reincarnation. And it does happen, but not to the extent people think, because then everyone I meet, I would see that right. they were reincarnated. And I don't. It's very, very rare. Um But a question I would ask someone then, like, why would you want to come back? And lots of people would say, "Well, I want to come back because I didn't grow up in a great family, or you know, I done terrible things and I want to correct them." But again, that goes back to the spirit to God. Mm -hmm. You know, God loves you anyway. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh You know, Uh, go
3: ahead. I'm sorry. He he loves you anyway, and. There is no need for that. And and again, I would say, why do you want to come back when our human body is not perfect as yet, you know, it will get sick, you know, it, it will die. Um, and I think when people think about it maybe a bit more clearly, they don't really need to come back. Nobody needs to because I know myself because my human body has died on different occasions. And I have gone home to heaven, but I've been sent back again into the same body. Like you're saying, this body shouldn't be here as as such. But you don't want to come back, no matter how much you love those that you have left behind. But you can do more for them in more in the spirit world in heaven than you can here on earth. And You know, I think we're really, maybe some of us, I remember a psychiatrist saying to me, you know, Lorna, so many of my patients would be doing really, really, really well, but they believe that they were reincarnated and they believe that maybe they were Joan of Arc or they were the king or queen of another country. And, And he said, I let them believe that because now they're, Living life they're able to cope with it, believing that they were reincarnated, and in their other life, they were this famous or great person in that in that way and I would say he was really a kind, a kind psychiatrist, and probably helped an awful lot of his patients by not criticizing them or saying or enforcing on them that. You know, sorry, you weren't reincarnated, you weren't the queen of arc or whatever in that in that way. So it doesn't happen as much as people believe.
1: That's good to know.
3: Okay. I definitely don't want to come back. That's what I keep <laughs> telling God, but he keeps sending me back <laughs> in that in that way. Um
1: so where do most folks go who pass over? Can can they go off to another dimension, to another planet, to another universe?
3: Or well, they, they are
1: they at home with spirit, and that's where home is.
3: I would say to you to explain it maybe a little bit more, and use you, you use the word spirit instead of God. And I okay, would God. say, yes, that's where we go. We we go there, but it's like as well if your loved one, just say let let's say yes, my mother mom, just passed. Yeah, your she mom passed. your mom does passed. She can be with you as well. And yet she's with spirit. She's with God at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's lovely because, you know, so many people would tell me, you know, they could feel the presence of their mom or dad or even their child, Mm -hmm. you know, or something would happen in the room that would remind them of their child or, you know, and the soul of a loved one, as well, your guardian angel calls them in when when you're not listening. Okay. When you're not listening enough. So your, your mom might be in and around you when you're not listening enough. You know, Are <laughs> you that'd have... Be no,
1: that'd be nothing new about that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, let, me, let me ask you one last question, Lorna, because we're running out of time. Okay. And it's been so wonderful. Sanctuary, you have creating kind of a treat, a place where people can go and practice their spirituality and meet with you and others. Tell us about that. It's in Ireland. Where is it? How does it work? And where are you yeah. in the process?
3: It's, um, it's in here. It's here in Ireland. And it's called the Sanctuary. And again, it's a really long story about how all that had happened. Um, But what I'm what I'm doing there myself is, you know, people come for workshops and then extreme cases come as well, so many other things. And we have a forest and a river garden. And I, I love the way when people come from another country and they say, you know, their tummy gave them so much problems but here it doesn't because they're getting natural food from the ground we cook what what we sow in that Perfect. in that way love it and it's just doing fantastic and the word um kilfane means sacred place great okay and we just now call it the sanctuary
1: and to find out more about it your website is lorna it's,
3: it's lorna you can get all the information there there you want and there's so much more happening as well i see you have angels in my hair and a message of hope from the angels
1: so it's lorna byrne uh dot com. thank you so much for the work you're doing i mean i have like 50 more questions i wanted to ask you but we'll just have to save that for the next time and for your you new will. book i can't wait till it comes out and you're uh Uh, Thank you for gracing us when you come to the show, because I learned so much. The audience, I'm sure, is learning so much and you're doing wonderful work. And just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lorna Byrne, for being our guest today.
3: Well, thank you for inviting me and thank you to all of your guests as well. And I ask for all the blessings and good things that they need within their lives. So thank thank you. you.
2: it's guys guy radio
1: wow what an interesting conversation with lorna burnt i learned so much today i hope you did about angels and if you do believe there should be so much great information that you gleaned from our conversation because what i wanted to do is ask the really practical layman's questions about angels like how does the everyday person work with their angels and I think Lorna did a wonderful job, as always, uh, articulating that very clearly, And that kind of the way to get through is work with your guardian angel, and the guardian angel will help kind of pull in the right angels to, to help you out with whatever your situation you have. But the guardian angel is, you, has kind of found you before you were born, come in when you were born, and works with you, and guides you, and kind of from a, from a one-step removed, if you will, but loves you unconditionally right through your entire life so if you do believe you might want to start thinking about how can i create a good connection with my guardian angel the other thing that i learned that was interesting is when we were talking about reincarnation lorna said you know not everybody comes back not everybody is supposed to come back and it's interesting because a lot of people said that uh that i've read recently and this is a little bit in the you know metaphysical area but that uh before 2002 people were coming back all the time all the time all the time because it was a it was kind of a net that was pulling souls back down to earth and saying I've got to go back and kind of a recycling and our energy has been gleaned by certain beings to be used for themselves and so we come keep coming back to earth and dealing with all the challenges we have to deal with where it's probably Not everybody needs to come back all the time over and over again. But apparently, as some say, after 2012, rather, 2012, things have started to change and that we can go home, if you will, when we pass and we don't have to necessarily come back here unless it's for a very specific reason. And we can help people once we're, you know, we leave our bodies. Uh, it, and we can be home, if you will, with God, we could also be helping our loved ones and family members kind of concurrently. I know it 's a lot to uh, to digest, and you have your own opinions on that, and that 's cool. What I do and what we do once again here on guys Guy's Radio, I bring you the information you determine if it works for you and if you want to learn more, check out my guests. You can always go to lorna Burns' website and learn more about her specific, her her experience and her philosophy and messages from divine messages and also uh just more all about angels and how to work with them so guys guys radio we're here every wednesday evening on kcaa radio in southern california at 8 p.m pacific time 106.5 fm 10:50 a.m the podcast youtube rumble posts throughout the day thursday and we're on uk health radio all weekend long and on demand So a couple of notes there. UK Health Radio is a digital radio station, so it's internet radio, and it's the largest talk health radio station in the world. It's growing and growing and growing. I'm on four times every weekend, plus on demand. On KCAA, we're on Wednesday evenings. We also have a replay of the show every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific time. The YouTube and Rumble, you can watch them. Usually starts late Thursday or or first thing Friday, and you can watch the interviews. If you enjoy the guests and content I bring you each and every week to the show, I ask you one favor, support us by subscribing, rating, reviewing, wherever you consume the show. YouTube uh, subscriptions are most helpful. We really appreciate that. And also tell your friends if you enjoy the show. What I try to do, my show is not a niche show. It's not about one thing. I bring information and thought leaders from everywhere to provide information for you and you can determine what you want to do with that. But I've gotten an education with the over 700 guests I've had conversations with over the years. And also, I'm hoping that you, if you've been along for the ride, have learned a lot and used some of the tips and some of the teachings and some of the learnings that we've, we've shared with you. You can also catch more about me on my website, com. I've got over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness they're all for free you can also download three free chapters to my novel the guys guys Guy to love it's a sexy romp through the fast-paced world of advertising in new york city it's about two guys competing for love sex power and money in the market where they play for keeps it's got savvy women it's got flawed men it's fast it's frothy it's fun it's been called the men's successor to sex in the city check it out three free chapters and then you can pick up the book wherever you buy books amazon's probably the easiest place to get it but whatever that's all I got for you this week, folks. So we're going to be back next week. I love doing a show. I say thank you to my wonderful producer, Chris, my strategy lead, Ryan, to all my guests. most of all, I thank you, my lovely audience. I appreciate you being with me. More to come for you. I'll see you and you can hear me or see me next week. And until then, like I always say, guys, guys, finish first.
0: The sensation of grilling is awesome, except for having to kneel down and reach around the greasy tank to turn the propane on again. Well, not anymore. Introducing the one and only Tank Crank Propane Tank Extension. With the help of the Tank Crank, now grilling preparation is as easy as turn the tank crank. Press the button on and grill. That's right, because of the Tank Crank, you just turn, press, and grill. Learn more and purchase your own Tank Crank Propane Tank extension right now by simply going to www.tankcrank.com. That's tankcrank.com. To install Tank Crank, just extend one end of the hose down and screw it into the propane tank just once. Then all you'll ever need to do is turn, press, and grill. Say goodbye to bending, kneeling, or stooping over your propane tank and trying to turn the knob. Instead, get yourself the Tank Crank propane extension and make grilling as easy as turn, press, and grill. Tank Crank, let's get grilling.
2: Was your car involved in an accident or just need help with dents? All Magic Paint and Body Collision Centers, in business for over 30 years. Their highly trained staff and certified technicians and friendly staff are the best in the business and treat each car as if it was their own. All Magic Paint and Body Collision Centers are family-owned and offer state-of-the-art equipment and tools to ensure optimum results. They use the latest technology in computerized color matching and specialize in frame repairs. With their modern laser measuring systems, they're OEM certified and they have four locations to serve you. All Magic Paint and Body Collision Centers offer rental car assistance with free drop-off and pickup services too and their work has a lifetime guarantee. All Magic Paint and Body Collision Centers are in Norco, Eastvale, Marino Valley and in Fontana. Call them at 1-800-61-MAGIC that's 1-800-61-MAGIC all magic paint and body collision centers 1-800-61-MAGIC all magic paint and auto body says drive carefully this segment brought to you by Salgado air conditioning and heating of the Inland Empire and Southern California when you need AC or heating you gotta have Salgado When you gotta have Salgado, you can call 951 395 2166. That's 951 394 2166. When you gotta have Salgado for air conditioning and heating
3: if you use salgado ac and heating once you'll use them forever that's what i do they're that good i feel lucky i found them try them once and you'll agree i promise
0: fast courteous and professional salgado ac and heating took care of me communication performance follow-up they care about your comfort more than you do that's how salgado ac and heating is always taking care of their customers first
2: Having a repair person come over to your house can be scary. They know more than you. They can charge whatever they want. It's easy to get ripped off. With Salgado AC and heating, you're in great hands because they really care. Martin Salgado prides himself in an old-fashioned, customer-first work ethic for the best results. When you need personal, prompt, quick solutions to your business or resident's AC and heating needs, you gotta have Salgado. I'm not happy unless you're happy. We'll get the job done. You can find more info at SalgadoACandHeating.com. That's Salgado, A-N-D, Because when you need the job done right, you gotta have Salgado. Salgado AC and Heating in Corona. You gotta have Salgado.
0: I cannot recommend them enough.
1: The benefits of adding a Richie to your operation extend far beyond saving you time, money, and water. By choosing Ritchie, you'll conserve water, protect the land, reduce energy, and promote a healthier environment for generations to come. Because we know, like you know, that every save drop matters. Start a ripple effect of
0: sustainability today by visiting ritchiefount.com sustainability.
2: Hey, you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. NBC News on KCAA Loma Linda. Sponsored by Teamsters Local 1932. Protecting the future of working families. Teamsters1932.org. This episode of the House of Mystery is brought to you by Legacy Food Storage. The best way